Hey, everybody, this is Ellie. Each Friday on the Third Degree Podcast, I speak with a rotating cast of some of the nation's top law students about breaking legal news, compelling cases, and what it means to lead a life in the law. Today, we're sharing a sample from my conversation with University of Alabama law student Kyra Perkins. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, you can now become a member for half the annual membership price. Just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. That's cafe.com slash insider and the discount code is DEGREE. Kyra, I want to ask you first off, how are you taking this trial in? How are you experiencing this, both as a young person and a law student, but also as a young Black woman? How are you experiencing this? Yeah, honestly, Ellie, it's it's rough. It's emotionally taxing. It's mentally taxing. As somebody who is a law student and wants to work in the legal profession as a career and also as a passion, it's something that I feel that I need to keep up with. But as a Black person, it's just really, really difficult and really traumatic. Really, we're at a point right now where not only myself, but a lot of Black people, we do not have faith that this man will be brought to justice. And I think it's hard. I think that there's certain aspects of generational trauma that have been passed down to the current generation and fear of not only the cops, but just of walking down the street in general. At the end of the day, this man, the most that he did was paid with a counterfeit 20. And we're having to watch his life be put on and his humanity really be questioned at this point. And it's frightening, for lack of a better word. It's emotionally draining and Every day, it's something that I kind of have to balance between being a law student and being a Black person. That's such an interesting perspective. I'm, I'm hearing that from a lot of people. I think it's understandable. You know, I completely understand how the trauma of witnessing this is particularly acute for a Black person, a young person like yourself. And, you know, we're even seeing it with the witnesses, right? If you remember the first week of trial, uh, there was a whole succession of witnesses who were out there on the street or in the store, uh, cup foods, when this murder happened. And Virtually all of them broke down on the stand. Um, and I think that probably reflects the same kind of trauma of feeling of sensation that you're feeling as well. I'm interested in this. Do you and your, your classmates and professors, do you view the process that we've seen so far, the trial itself, as having been sort of fair and legitimate or are you are you seeing things in the trial itself that are causing you to question the system or, or the fairness of the system? That's a really interesting question, Ellie. And I would say that as a whole, the trial on its face does seem fair. I think there have been a lot of questions from my classmates, particularly about the jury and how you even get a fair jury in a case like this. But as a whole, I feel that at least in this case, what I've seen the prosecution doing, it seems like they're doing everything that they can to try to prove their case. And so I would say that it is fair in that aspect. But I think that despite the fairness, there's still a lack of hope that justice will be served. Yeah, one thing that I think has been a good thing and I'm, I'm grateful for is this trial has not devolved into a circus. The lawyers, the judges, the witnesses, they're not grandstanding. They're not, it appears to me, they're not playing for the cameras and that can happen. And if that had happened and we had seen yelling and screaming and showmanship, I think that could undermine 
just the sense that this is a fair, orderly, methodical process. So I think that's a good thing. I don't think that that's necessarily going to, you know, get us all the way to where we want to be as a country, but I think that's an important thing for the country to see. So as we talk about this trial, you know, you you noted the interesting sort of duality that you're dealing with of, of viewing this as a young black person experiencing this firsthand, viscerally, um, and as a law student. And I, I don't want you to try to separate those two things. They are not separable. They are both part of you. And as we talk about this, I want to sort of hear the whole of your view and perspectives. Let's talk about some of the things that have played out this week during the trial, because we've sort of moved into what I guess would be phase two of the prosecution's case. The first part was the presentation of the eyewitnesses in the video. And this week we got into the sort of causation and the use of force issues. So tell me what you've thought so far of the trial and and any questions that you may have for somebody like me who, look, every trial is unique. Every trial has its own circumstances, but I've tried a lot of cases. I've tried murder cases. Tell me what's on your mind relating to the trial itself. Really, this case has been very interesting in a number of different ways. I think that this case was more publicized. This trial was more publicized than a lot of previous cases. So we've really gotten a good look into what has happened from start to finish. My first question being, one of the character witnesses or the passenger that is was in the car with George Floyd is being called to testify. And he plans on pleading the fifth in regard to his testimony. And you hear this everywhere on all of the kind of legal TV shows. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. What does this actually mean? What effect does this have? I hope you enjoyed this sample of the Third Degree Podcast. To listen to the entire episode and to get access to the full archive of exclusive CAFE content, just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. We look forward to having you join us as part of the insider community. Mm -hmm.